Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I'd love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to Victor at VictorJM.com. That's Victor at VictorJM.com. Joseph from Boulder, Colorado asks, My question is about the viability of shipping containers as a building material. I've seen amazing things done with them, and I'm wondering if it could work for our current project. We have the intention of creating a glamping vacation rental getaway. 620 to 1240 square feet for parties of four to eight people gearing towards millennials and tiny home fans. Attached is a typical draft design. Concerns we have are refinancing after the project is up and running to get an initial investment money back to investors. And number two, construction costs with containers versus standard building materials. Our partner builder has done builds in California for 110 to $130 per square foot hard cost. And then finally, whether there would be city or county planner objections to use of the material. Appreciate any thoughts you have, and thank you again for all your work and content. Well, Joseph, thanks for the kind words, and this is a great question. In my experience, shipping containers make for a very robust structure. I love the idea from the perspective of reusing materials that might otherwise go to the scrap heap for recycling. But here's the problem with shipping containers. They're eight feet wide, and when your building block for your room is too small to fit basic furniture, the resulting finished product has extremely awkward room sizes. For example, if you're making a bedroom, you need a minimum of 11 and a half feet to fit a bed, a walking space, and a dresser in that dimension. If you want a queen-size bed with two bedside tables, you need a minimum of nine feet just for the furniture to fit in the room. If you want a bit of breathing room, the room needs to be larger. And in both cases, the minimum room dimension is above eight feet. So you're going to be cutting out a wall, a thick steel wall, and putting two containers together. That's an expensive cut. Now your room is 16 feet wide. That's a nice dimension, but it might lead to a larger footprint than you're after. Wood frame construction is not that expensive. I'm building apartments and single-family homes all day long for about $120 to $130 per square foot. So there's no savings in the overall cost of construction by using shipping containers compared with conventional stick-built construction. Let's look at a standard 8 by 20 foot container. They can be purchased for about $2,500 plus delivery. In fact, I just took delivery of one of these and paid $300 delivery. If you look at the cost per square foot for a structural box, you're looking at about $17.50 per square foot. That's not very much different than conventional stick-built framing. Most of the cost of construction is embedded in the infrastructure and the finishes. The total cost of framing is about 15% of the total project in a regular stick-built home. But even when you're building with containers, you need some framing for the interior walls. It might be wood strapping, which is less expensive than structural framing, but it's not zero. And when you're building with shipping containers, insulation becomes key. Metal containers are highly conductive. You need channels to route utilities like water, sewer, electric, and HVAC. In order to get sufficient insulation, you end up with thick walls or expensive insulation. If you have thick walls, now your room interior dimensions shrink and you end up with a smaller room below the 8-foot dimension. If you go with closed cell foam insulation, it works very well, it's very compact, but it's also quite expensive. Today, the price of lumber is up about 85% compared with this time last year. That translates into a slightly higher cost than last year for the overall finished product. But when you're building with wood, your space is designed to be functionally the right size. An 8-foot size laundry room is tight, 
A 16-foot wide laundry room makes no sense. A 10-foot wide room made of wood is going to be less expensive than a 16-foot wide room made of steel. I've seen commercial structures put together in Europe out of shipping containers, and compared with concrete construction or structural steel, containers can be a very cost-effective solution. But when you compare the cost of wood frame construction, shipping containers can be a useful Lego building block for a medium-sized commercial property. I see this building block is very effective for pop-up offices in an industrial setting like warehouses. But as a building block for single-family homes, I'm not a fan. That doesn't mean they don't have a place, but as a core building block for residential or multifamily construction, I frankly don't see the value. The cost of wood framing is virtually the same with none of the constraints or complications of the steel form factor. Framing makes up a small percentage of the overall construction schedule. Most of the time is consumed in the rough-in and interior finishing stage. And even if you set the framing portion of the schedule to zero, you're not saving that much, maybe about 20% of the overall schedule, with virtually no savings in the total investment. So those are my thoughts on shipping containers. It's one of those ideas that intuitively looks like it should be a benefit, but just doesn't get realized in real world. Thanks again, Joseph, for a great question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.